For the past few weeks, there's been a lot of news on how scientists are creating a spray using RNAs that can cure many lung diseases. The aerosol can can be administered directly into the lungs and can prevent multiple diseases such as cystic fibrosis. Hi, I'm Cameron Kerr, and welcome to the third episode of 5 Minute Reviews, and today we'll be discussing a revolutionary new technology that has the potential to cure many lung diseases and may be as simple as taking a puffer. RNA, specifically mRNA therapeutics, have been a hot topic recently. In above, I explained how it is used to cure many lung diseases, and in the past, there have been clinical trials to create cancer vaccinations using mRNAs. But how does this all work? So RNA, or ribonucleic acid, and DNA, deoxyribonucleic acid, are the two types of nucleic acids located on central dogma and are essential for all forms of life. They are similar but have specific differences that are essential for the process of life to work. So like DNA, RNA is a polypeptide chain made of four nucleotides with a 5-carbon sugar ribose and a phosphate group. But RNA uses a sugar ribose instead of DNA's deoxyribose, hence the difference in the name. RNA is found in the body, usually is single-stranded, and RNA has replaced thymine with uracil. So these three differences assist enzymes in distinguishing RNA from DNA. There are three types of RNA in an organism. There's messenger RNA, or mRNA, which carries information from the nucleosomal DNA into the ribosome in the cytoplasm. Ribosomal RNA, or rRNA, makes up the structure for ribosomes. Transfer RNA, or tRNA, carries amino acids to the ribosome during translations in codons. So if we think of mRNA as the real code for protons, that mindset enables many therapeutic ideas. There are many different kinds of uh, therapy options that have been discussed, creating, uh, including encoding engineered nucleases for gene therapy, reprogramming cells to create induced pluripotent stem cells, but the most popular and reliable form of therapy is protein replacement therapies. This type of therapy was used in the inhalable RNA therapy and treats many types of problems inside the cell. These include treating non-functional proteins, the creation of exogenous therapeutic proteins, such as monoclonal antibodies, and can even be used for a delivery of a protein in a medical emergency. That's pretty fascinating. So the researchers at MIT said they could induce the production of a bioluminescent protein in the lungs of mice. They achieved this in a high success rate, and they said if the same success rate could be found in humans and with a useful protein, it could cure many lung diseases. So but the main research going on right now is the method of delivery, like all DNA problems. mRNAs can easily be dissolved into the cell once it gets there. It is just the getting there that is the problem. Missing the target can cause more diseases than it is trying to cure. This is the place for the research. Some ideas, including encapsulating the drug in uh, a molecule called PEI, but the difficulty is dealing with the ambiguity that we want. We want the drug to hold up in the body and not die or release the mRNAs too early, but we also want it to break down perfectly once it finds the cell to allow the max number of mRNAs to enter into the cell, and therefore more proteins could be produced. And with PEI, it holds up well, but it doesn't break down easily once it reaches the cell. So the team at MIT has been looking into producing a molecule called hyperbranched polybeta immunoesters, which are easily biodegradable. It is 150 nanometers wide, and scientists put the correct polymers mRNA that include the bioluminescent protein in a solution and was delivered using a nebulizer to mice. 
Within 24 hours, the mice lungs were showing a sufficient protein production of luciferase, which is the bioluminescent protein. Through further analysis, they find that the protein was also evenly distributed in all five lobes of the lung and in the mucus. This is why this study was shown to be hopeful for cystic fibrosis patients. The reason why this has gotten so much attention is because mRNA therapy is, um, is very efficient and doesn't have many side effects because of mRNA's transient characteristics. This, as I said, limits the side effects and produces more of the target protein. So the next step for these therapies is establishing the solid delivery method to a targeted cell or cell type. This could be used in cancer. The other innovation is in th synthetic biology. mRNAs can be synthetically created to increase some of its beneficial aspects. mRNA contains many parts such as the 5' cap, poly A tail, untranslated regions, and coding regions. Each one of these has a specific job either in lifespan or protein production, and optimizing some of these parts can lead to different results. The future is really exciting for mRNA therapy. That's what gets me excited. And we're finally moving past our just our DNA or our genome. We're looking at such things as epigenetics and RNAs, which have definitely proven to be useful. If we can solve some of the problems that we have right now with mRNAs and potentially optimize its function, there's no way of knowing the potential diseases that mRNA therapeutics could cure. If you want to learn more, I suggest that you look into Moderna Therapeutics. They're doing some fantastic stuff. Thank you for taking the time to listen to my podcast. These are really fun to create and I'm going to start doing more of them, maybe even two a week. But always remember, our genes tell the story of our past, but within it lies the key to our future. I'm Cameron Kerr. See you next time on Generation Genome.